FM history. In fact, I think we kind of already started a while ago. In fact, I'm pretty sure this is the wrong intro. Is the intro song usually this long? I have no idea what's happening. I'm emotionally scarred. <laughs> I'm so really, I'm going to call you back. I'm, I'm, I'm somewhere between traumatized and entertained. For those of you... <laughs> You may have heard us trying to get it together before the show. It is Blake and Mon exclusively in the studio this morning because everybody else at Faith FM has COVID and we're trying to figure out what to do, how to press the buttons. We got n- Neither of us know how to run the desk. Hashtag give Shell a raise. <laughs> yeah, DJ Shell needs a raise. Please. We had please. no idea it was this hard. Oh. Uh, to, to be honest, I did forget to set my alarm, so I walked in at the last second. Yeah, it wasn't stressful at all for me. <laughs> Not even a little bit. Do you need a tissue? I feel like I'm crying. Uh, no, I need like a towel. <laughs> Maybe a sweat towel. Just Oh, dear. Oh. Thank you so much to our faithful listener and personal friend, Hope, who uh, called in to tell us that everybody can hear what we're saying. Oh, we got a bunch of text messages as well, too. Oh, we did. Yeah. Oh, bless you guys. Uh, yes, we're going to be fumbling through this one today, but we will get there. With the grace of God. And please do keep everybody in prayer. They're all sick as dogs. Poor DJ Shell at home, sick with COVID, answering our phone calls, trying to get this show on the road. So, yeah, we're very grateful uh, to have all the support that we have. But, yeah, bear with us today. It's going to be an interesting one. uh, You know, we do the grateful section. I just want to say I am grateful for Shell. Yeah, 100%. Hundred percent. I need her to get better. Yeah, because I like can't do this now. anymore. Yeah, please cure yourself <laughs> instantly. Instantly, and come and fix everything. No, no, no. We don't want her to come in because then she'll get us sick, dude. And then okay. there'll be there'll be like no producers or presenters. Can we put her in a hazmat suit or something? <laughs> I'm sure, please. sure. Vacuum sealed hazmat. Please suit. help us. I can't do this. I'm so nervous. <laughs> You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. Okay, we have the news. I There's a lot going on in the world. <laughs> yeah. And I wish that I had more prep on what the news was. Um, but we're going to get there. But whatever, there's some people, there's some things and some places. And <laughs> we're going to be discussing them <laughs> We're going to be discussing them very shortly on Faith <laughs> FM. This is Sandra Enterman. So many books. <laughs> Pray for us, y'all. <laughs>
Welcome back to Faith FM. This is a wild morning today. You're in the studio with Blake and Mon. Just Blake and Mon and no one else. No producers, no DJs, no support. We're scared and we're alone. Please pray for us. <laughs> Everybody else is a little bit under the weather. So, yeah, do please keep the Faith FM team in prayer. And we are going to attempt to run this show by ourselves with, uh, with a little phone in help from... Um, Paul producer Shell, who's sick in bed, and uh, hopefully we're pressing all the right buttons. Hopefully someone can hear us, uh, and hopefully not during the song. It is going to be a wonderful day either which way. I have some great news. This is actually relating to COVID, so I'm really hoping this news really happens because they've discovered, get this, Blake, compounds that can stop COVID from infecting human cells discovered in a sea sponge. We need to get DJ Shell out to the ocean and have her chewing down some sea sponges. Wait, so many Compounds questions. that can stop COVID from infecting human cells discovered in a sea sponge. Sea sponge. In a sea sponge. So research like SpongeBob. Like SpongeBob, literally. But like not the just cure. one, they found 26. So researchers have unearthed 26 such compounds found in nature, including in plants and fungi. Uh, the international research team says their discovery paves the way for new natural medicines and antivirals that can help treat contagious viruses. A lot of fungi hate around here. There's a, with reason. I love Good fungi. Re- no, do you know, one of these days, you and I, I'm going to educate you on the, on the light. I'm already educated. Thank you very much. <laughs> Nuh-uh. Anyway, this international uh, research team claimed that the compounds will help tackle existing and future virants. That's good news. As well as flu, uh, because they target human cells, um, which evolve more slow than the viruses. So effective in very small doses in the lab where the compounds have completely stopped viral infection in human cells, which is just mind-boggling. Um, the advan- uh, this was uh, explained by Dr. Jemina Perez-Varga from the University of British Columbia in Canada, who co-authored this study. Um, the doctor says, the advantage of these compounds is that they are targeting the cells rather than the virus and blocking the virus from replicating and helping the cell to recover. Uh, so the study, which was published in the journal Antiviral Research, the team investigated more than 350 compounds derived from natural sources, including plants, fungi, uh, marine sponges, and a bid to find like basically anything new that might be uh, an effective antiviral drug uh, that can be used to treat coronavirus. Um, and in 26 cases, it completely stopped all kind of coronavirus infections in cells. Because, you know, co- coronavirus is like a family of viruses. It's not just one thing. It's the worst family I've ever heard of. <laughs> I don't uh, like if I was part of that family, I'd like, I want out. Yeah. What's that called when you like say, Oh, um, I'm emancipating myself? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah, out. Yeah, 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 I'm, out. I'm just not you're part done. of this anymore. Yeah. You do your thing, you ruin the world on your own. I'm out. I'm doing my own thing. I'm, not talking to you I'm moving somewhere else. This is, yeah. this is the worst family ever. It is, a, it is a really bad family. Um, so, yeah, so researchers use a, a version of the coronavirus which causes the cells to go bright green when they're infected. Um, as well as a special way to ruin my favorite color too. Yeah, bright, oh, bright green is your favorite. Yeah, yeah, green's my favorite. Not bright green though. I like more foresty green. No, I like hardcore electric really? neon green. Oh, I'm I'm in like the Christmas tree section. That's true. I I accept your. I accept, I accept yours. Yeah, you. We're close. Kind of green, kind of people, but. <laughs> My thing is <laughs> right, more green. neon. Yeah, well, well, th- that was the color they went if they were infected, um, which is a special screening technique that they use. And they say the fluorescent virus is a powerful tool to enable scientists to check thousands of compounds and track the virus as it moves from one cell to another and makes extremely laborious steps that used to be necessary completely redundant. So this is really cool. Um, all three of the most effective compounds were found in Canada and in Allocus. I'm going to see if I can pronounce this. It's the name of a sea sponge. Allotacelta sea. Why, well, I'm really disappointed you're not up on how to pronounce <laughs> common, simple sea sponge names. Um, yeah, whatever. Step up the game, <laughs> So that's a sea sponge found in Howe Sound in British Columbia. There's another one I'm not even going to try. But Wait, where? Soon. British Columbia. No, what place? How sound. How sound. How sound. H-O-W-E. How and then sound. And then the word sound. How sound. How sound. That's like a sentence. <laughs> How sound, British Columbia. It's true. It <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> um, they, found, they found another one, Bifilomycin D from a marine bacteria in Barclay Sound, in uh, Barclay Sound, that's pretty funny too, in British Columbia, and hol- Holorine A from a marine bacteria collected in waters off of Newfoundland. Uh, very cool stuff. Really hope this all works out because, quite frankly, we need <laughs> we need our DJ Shell back and the rest of the Faith of M staff. We're all under the weather. Um, got a question for you though. Yeah. Are you sentimental about your stuff? No, I <laughs> definitely not. Definitely I have not. been just cruising around the world for the last. I live out of two suitcases. Oh That's yeah, all the stuff I have. That's the lifestyle. I'm I love that lifestyle. Yeah, I would have thought myself as being quite sentimental, but I did. I think, as everyone knows, I did um, endure a fire uh, last year. Where I lost everything. Yes, and um, and I'm surprised at uh, how detached, how quickly detached I became from all my personal belongings. Still, not the nicest experience I've gone through. You know what? Sorry. You know what's interesting about that? I've had two houses in my life burned down. Oh, really? And that's why I'm not, that's why I live out of two suitcases. Right. I'm like, I don't need that. Yeah. Like it really makes you go, oh, I don't need anything. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree with you. Clothing is helpful. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Uh, I do have a little, some tech stuff. I got like, I really like my phone, but I just get a new one. Yeah. Like, so I'm not sentimental about it. I'm Mm -hmm. practical about it. But like Mm -hmm. literally when you, when all your stuff burns up mm-hmm. and you have nothing but a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle t-shirt on, yeah, that's it. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. I have to admit, my, uh, the way that I've approached my new belongings has been a lot less involved than before. Like, uh, like now I'm like, oh yeah, I have this dress now. Oh well, I could, I could have it, I could not have it. Either which way, not going to cry about it. But um, there's been a study done that discovers, this is actually pretty cool, that most of the items within the average um, American household arrive there secondhand. So a new poll suggests that uh, 66% of the stuff that people own um, is actually been owned by someone else. And this is because 77% of people apparently form emotional connections with the items in their home, regardless of whether or not those items are being used. And so when they come to like getting rid of it, they feel guilty about tossing it. Um, mm. you know, because you know, sometimes the item still has a little bit of life left in it. And so they decide instead of just turfing it in the bin or in landfill, they, Put it into like a second, like they donate it to an op shop, or they pass it on to another household. They donate it somehow, and so that way, uh, it continues the life of um, the stuff. And <laughs> this would be this is really funny. A, a lot of people are saying that they're actually worried about regifting, and I just want to come out and say right now, I am a serial regifter. I do not care if someone's giving me something, and I don't have a purpose for it or don't particularly like it. I do not make a bag of bones about that. I will re-gift that so fast. Do you ever re-gift back to the person? Because, like, no, I was just thinking I'm about getting careful. you something I wanted. No. <laughs> I actually find the way to avoid that is to re-gift faster because then you don't forget who's given it to you. Because some people are like, oh, I'll keep this for a while and then I'll re-gift it. And that's dangerous because then you forget, like, after a while you pull out the drawer, you're like, I don't even remember where I got this from. And you give the fruitcake back to the giver of the yeah. fruitcake. So the best way to do it the is to immediately. After. Get rid of stuff. So my quickest turnaround is five minutes. <laughs> five minutes with a Valentine's gift. Oh, <laughs> from a, <laughs> my bad. From a guy that Art. I wasn't interested Arsh. in. Yeah. <laughs> and as soon as he left, I turned and I sold the item to my friend for five bucks. But uh, <clears throat> sorry, I shouldn't laugh. That's horrible. But um, <laughs> but yeah. So I'm a, I'm a huge fan of regifting. And Faith I just, FM, where hearts are crushed. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I'm not a man either. Don't be, don't, don't, don't come for me. Um, but, but, but I just want to say, I, I really think we should change the, um, social stigmas around regifting. I think we should all just take it easy on ourselves and be, be more okay with regifting. Like, if you've given someone something and they don't want it or use it or like it, don't be like all beefy if they've like gotten rid of it. 
I just want to say that. Yeah, like, okay. don't be so offended. Like, Drop the beef. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, it could easily burn one day and then it'll never have existed anyway. So just just let them hand wow. it on. Don't be Harsh. Like, Harsh reality, yeah. but it is true. Very That's true. kind of how I think yeah. about stuff. So I, I'm actually really, – I think this is great that people, like 66% of what they own has been owned before. I think that's a great statistic. It means that we're doing the re- reduce, reuse, recycle thing. Like, we're, we're recycling. Like, hmm. I think it's great. Yeah. So, yeah, if you have something, maybe Christmas has just finished and if you got a bunch of stuff you didn't want, hey, hand that over to someone else. Donate it, sell it, flip it. Facebook marketplace, Gumtree, do it. Diamonds, gold, or more than rubies, <laughs> live and breathe. Ooh, right here on Faith like FM, that. that's the song. Wait, can one of us press the mute thing? Or, I'll do the mute. Yeah, you better press the mute button. <laughs> the waves of grace wash over me, and I feel how thirsty I Truth runs deep to the heart of me And I see how shallow I've been Who can satisfy this cavern inside me? Jesus, come and be all I want and all I need Be my portion and my strength Welcome back to Faith FM. What a glorious morning it is. We are butchering our way through this show. I think we're doing pretty well, actually, Blake. For uh, just a two-person... I'm really glad you think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're doing really well. I'm just sitting here watching you, like, burn. 
I'm just sweating. I'm like in a sauna. I don't even need a sauna. Oh, we're having a wonderful time this morning, folks. Um, And yes, please keep Faith FM team in prayer. Uh, We're going to kick off the quiz today. Uh, It's a Who Am I quiz. That's right. Yeah, and please, please And we call them clues, not questions, because Lawson's been having some serious issues with that. Oh, is he? Yeah, so we're doing clues. He's so young. (laughs) (laughs) You know he's in Melbourne? I, I do know he's in Melbourne. That's why I'm here, because he's there. Do you know what? Is secretly happening? Yes. This is what I think. Wait, what do you think? I know what's happening because I told him to do it. Wait, did you tell him, I think this is a mission to go find a wife? That's exactly what I told him to did do. Did you say that as well? This is what happened, right? This is what okay. happened, right? So Lawson calls me up a few weeks ago and he's all like, I'm single. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, do you know what? Like, what? No, don't, Lawson, don't do that. But the thing was, I, I, I hate this kind of attitude where like, particularly men, because men are kind of like more the hunters in a relationship. I hate when they just sort of like cry about being single when they can just go out and find themselves a wife. Like, what do they expect is going to happen? That Jesus is going to like lightning bolt a wife from the sky and no. be like, okay, get you to the chapel. I found one for you. You have to like, it's a. You got to cover yourself in camouflage. You've got to <laughs> hide in really weird places. You've got to track the animals. <laughs> Uh, through the different places. you got to no, build fires outside. I was like, it's a relational experience with God. You have to communicate oh, with God too. on the journey of finding a wife. But you actually have to get off your backside and go out and meet people and find one. So I said to him, if you want, if you want a wife... Call up every conference, every Christian conference in Australia, Adventist conference, find out all the youth events, make a calendar, and go to as many of them as possible and keep your eyes peeled and your heart focused on God and you will find yourself one. And uh, and bless his, little, bless his little heart, he's off to Melbourne to... Um, but is he wearing camo? <laughs> will they see him coming? <laughs> will they see him coming? Officially, he's there as a presenter. <laughs> I think he was preaching on Sabbath. Yeah, bless his heart. Yeah, he's single, ladies, and he is a catch and a half. If he wasn't fourteen years younger than me, I'd snap him up in a heartbeat. <laughs> we are way off track and probably being way too personal. <laughs> Sorry, Lawson, love you. Yeah, this is what happened when DJ Shell's not here to tell us no. Um, <laughs> I can see her shaking her head right now. Yeah, she's she's probably like, I'm gonna have to delete this for the yeah. for the uh, delayed broadcast. Okay, who am I? Isaiah 40 verse, oh, before I do this, I just want to say, please, 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 good listeners, please don't call us with the answer. Please text us. Please text us. <laughs> please text us. Please text we us. will weep if we get a yes. phone call because we don't know how to answer the phones and present and push all the buttons and not have a meltdown at the same time. Okay, who am I? Isaiah chapter 40 verse 3 and Malachi chapter 3 verse 1 prophesy of me. Hmm. Okay, and this one's worth 500 points. Oh, is it? So uh, if you text in... Now, do we have the prize? Um, I think it's right there. No, that's it says giveaway on this piece of paper. Oh, quiz prize? But is this no, like- let's do a mystery prize. Oh, mystery. <gasps> I love it. It's a mystery They don't know. Us. We they don't, don't know. know. <laughs> Nobody knows. No one knows the prize you're going to get. It's a mystery. It's incredible. Hold on to your socks. Is this the best show ever? Yeah, it it's going to be. be wild. But something is going to be It could yeah. be anything. It could be anything. It could be a house. could be a million dollars. could be keys to a boat. Ooh, a tinny or could, a yacht. Or a yacht. You don't know. You don't, we don't know. know. It could be anything. And we're not going to tell you. We're not going to tell you. <laughs> we're not even going to tell ourselves. Nope. Going to keep that a secret. Okay, Isaiah 40 verse 3 to Malachi 3 verse 1. Prophesy of me. Tell us who that is. We'll send you a mystery Prophesy prize. Of me. And then text it at 0491-064-669. Text only. And please don't call. Not today. I love hearing phone calls, but just not today. Not today. Because okay. it's a little too much. Because i got to run in and out of the back part <laughs> nobody's, of the studio. Nobody's doing any running in this studio. <laughs> You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. All right. Tell us what's happening around the world, Blake. All right. So... Okay, first, got to caveat this whole thing. Mm. It has been... So, this is a crazy thing. I love a good caveat. Okay, a little caveat here. Not caviar, weird and funky tasting, but caveat. caveat. little side note here. Uh, I... So, I've, I've been a pastor for... Oh, wow. Almost seven years, actually. And my favorite thing to do as a pastor is to do weddings. 
Oh, uh, nice. I love baby dedications too. Baby dedications uh-huh. are also pretty cool, but I think I like weddings more. Why? It's, it's more it's, food. Is it because of the wedding cake? Yeah. Well, I was gonna say, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not just the cake. It's, <clears throat> it is it's, to me. It's the food. Honestly, yeah. I'm, I'm more of a savory guy. But I do. Okay. So my thing is like I do savory, and then I always get a dessert, but I only one bite of that dessert because that's all I can handle. Like oh. I feel like the sugar is so yeah. much. I'm just like, Ugh. Uh-huh. You know? okay. So anyway, I have had the opportunity to do a bunch of weddings as to officiate them, mm-hmm. but also as the MC. Oh yeah. And I love it. Yeah. It's so much fun. I've been to a wedding where you were the MC and you were a lot of fun. I but I was having more fun than you even thought that I was having. Oh really? Okay. It's one of my favorite things uh uh-huh. to do. Uh just because you see you see people enjoying life. You see people uh coming together and making a decision to unite their lives together. Uh, and I really love it when I've done weddings for a lot of different people, but I really love it when two uh, Christians mm. are getting uh, married and they're making the decision saying, we want to be together so that we can serve the kingdom better. Uh, and so I, I had the opportunity to do that yesterday uh, oh. down uh, or up in Tari for Joel and Jan, guests of the show. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it was really, really cool. But on that, I have some news. Oh. So this is news uh, from uh, ABC, uh, mm-hmm. Australian Broadcasting Corporation, I think it's called. Yeah, but yeah, basically, yeah. it's it's three years on from COVID chaos. This is what couples now want from their weddings. Oh. So it's a little bit... It's like wedding presents, you mean? Well... Or just like what they want for I think experience. they just want a wedding. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> because yeah, I feel, yeah. after COVID, uh, and I, I won't say any names, but I've done some secret weddings... Yeah, I think I was zooming in on one of those. Yeah, I did a secret yeah. wedding during COVID because it was like, it felt a lot like Braveheart. You know, the yeah. that story where just had to do a secret wedding because of the situation, the, mm-hmm. the lockdowns that mm-hmm. were happening back then. Well, which just seems so silly now. It does, but yeah. it did happen. But anyway, um, a lot of people they the the wedding venue places are just like quadrupling, tripling. Like couples have. Literally just said, it doesn't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. We're going to go forward. Now, there yeah. aren't the same kind of lockdowns, but the scare of COVID has been there for a mm-hmm. while, right? Mm-hmm. For almost three years, really. And now couples are just in this place. Uh, the article says here that they're just, we're just going to book a date and no matter what happens, we're going to do it. Nice. Which is kind of like how it should have been yeah. from, yep. yeah. for ages ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I do find it really interesting. Uh, that the the wedding in- industry is now finally breathing a sigh of relief as bookings build after a hard three years. Mm. At some point, couples just decided uh, we're not booking a date. We're just leaving it open-ended. That was what was happening. And now they're just saying, no, 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 we're coming back. We're going to have yeah. a wedding. Uh, and coming so, back strong. Yeah. So I think that's pretty cool. And when you have a, a country that is with people getting married and people who are uh, – pursuing those committed relationships, I think it's better for the country as yeah. a whole. Like, Because mm-hmm. when you improve the family unit, you're improving the society as well. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I I just think it's great news. I'm going through some of the pictures, and it's it's crazy on ABC. Like, these are some people that I, I think I actually know uh, on – do you know them? I think you know them. Maybe no. not. Maybe not. Okay. Anyway, uh, it's – very, very exciting to see, finally, weddings coming back and being a part of our society. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, it was almost as if the restrictions were saying, we don't want people to get married. Yeah. We just want them to be locked in a house together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and that's not really healthy. That's not that's not a, mm-hmm. a biblical model. I think here on Faith FM, especially, we should be promoting and encouraging people to have uh, healthy, committed married relationships mm-hmm. a biblical model of of saying hey regardless of what's happening in the world we love each other and we are going to be committed uh to being in a married relationship not just being forced to live together as well too because in society today it's very common for people just to move in and yeah. they just start living together yeah. uh but i think a lot <laughs> of the studies have shown and a lot of research has been done that married relationships that are committed that level of exclusivity and that level of commitment results in more satisfactory relationships for longer term and there's such wonderful celebrations of life and love like why wouldn't you want to have a big old wedding 
Absolutely. This is Emily Ann Roberts, The Building. I can't help but wonder if these floorboards creaked the same in 42 When my great-grandpa poured his heart and soul in the preaching the good news And these tattered old red hymn books have caught a tear or two Cause it's hard to sing Just as I am Without the spirit moving you If those altars at the front Could testify I know they'd say It never once got old Hearing a sinner call his name I know the stained glass Never saved a soul And these pews ain't on the road It's I know the pulpit's just a wooden stand But it's felt the power of God's hand As His glory filled the place with awe and wonder I know it's just a building Plain and simple white But it's the building where Jesus changed my life Nobody ever called it cool But it's where my mama met my daddy At vacation Bible school It's been the picture-perfect dream Of a thousand glowing broads It's heard the weeping As a loved one's laid to rest With sad goodbyes is our next quiz clue. Because I would not eat or drink like others did, the experts in the law said I had a demon. Really? Mm, because I would not eat or drink like others did, the experts in the law said I had a demon. Is this a who am I? This is a well, who am I. This is the one that we talk about in Isaiah 40 and Malachi 3. And this is worth 400 points. Yep. And the number to text and not call is zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. I want to say these these clues are actually pretty difficult, but the answer is 
not obscure in any way. It's like someone who's quite well known in the Bible. Oh, a little extra clue. Yeah, they, they're coming at it with like difficult clues for it. But yeah, not 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 particularly a hard one, which is um going to get pretty easier as they get along, as we know. Okay, fair enough. Uh, so, and also text in for that uh, prize, the mystery prize. Mystery prize. We still haven't figured out what it is. We still don't know. <laughs> well, we it could be anything. Yeah. And that's the exciting part about it. Maybe we'll send Blake to your house to cook you breakfast or something. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that, actually. Uh, um, can we do that? Yeah, I don't know. Hey, producer Shell's not here. We can do, <laughs> do whatever we want. <laughs> okay, it, uh, let's just say this. <laughs> Texas at 04 and you could win like over at your place for breakfast yeah. <laughs> if you're it's in a possibility the, if you're in the newcastle area it Absolutely. could well and truly that happen actually, i would love that that'd be awesome uh we have a special guest with us uh we've had a last minute ring in here uh this is james Pontiel. james can you hear us i can i can thanks for inviting me to the show morning Absolutely. james now yesterday good morning Yesterday, James and I, we had a blast. Oh? Yeah. I thought you were at a wedding yesterday. We were at a wedding, and it was James and I navigating through technical difficulties just like this. (laughs) And so you've brought your technical difficulties to work on Monday. I I see where it's coming from. It's been like this. It's you two. (laughs) (laughs) And so James, uh, he was live streaming this wedding. And we had a whole bunch of people from the United Kingdom, which was incredible. And uh, we were doing a live stream uh, interview. And James and I have kind of started to think about our own little business. Oh, inside. cool. James, do you wow. want to walk us through this possible idea? Well, I think you're more a businessman than I am, Blake. Um, <laughs> you, you've always been that way. So, um, But, yeah, I was just thinking, you know, it was a really good time. We thought, you know, you, know, you go and watch a wedding live stream. And, you know, the bride and the groom walks out, and then the wedding ends. And you're like, well, that was kind of nice, but I kind of feel like I wasn't part of the ceremony. And so I was thinking, oh, I should probably end the live stream. And then I had a last minute, uh, you know, I just made the call, and I thought, ran over to you, Blake, and I thought, Blake, hey, let's just interview some people about how they thought the wedding went. So so you're interacting with other people from the wedding. Um, and I don't know about you, Blake, um, but we got, we got some really good feedback. Yeah, oh, people yeah. on live stream were like, oh, we're loving this. This is great. Like, <laughs> you know. That would be and, the um, most watchable wedding live stream ever. So we were like, we were running from like different people and we were just like, they're in the middle of a conversation, had no idea what's happening. Then boom, camera in their face. You're on Facebook live. <laughs> oh, that is <laughs> so cool. John and Joel's uh, live stream. And we were like, hey, you know, what's your most memorable part of the wedding so far? We were asking, oh. doing little interviews with everyone and it was actually super fun that would have ended up being the most interesting part of the live stream too because i've watched a few weddings on live stream before and it's, it's a bit yawnsville but yeah that would have been so great what a it, great idea it, there it was, was no yawning. and we're like sneaking behind the bride and groom and like just taking sneaky like videos <laughs> of them from behind and while like, they were doing their and... photo shoots oh, as well yes. so we're like they're in the photo shoot <laughs> like hey this is what's happening you know and it was really cool like honestly it was honestly a great time. <laughs> it was a great time, and I had an absolute blast uh, doing that with you, James. Now, now another thing. So there is a whole bunch of wild things I just want to report on here. There was a girl from Norway who rewrote a medley of Hamilton for the bride and groom. Oh wow! And then she sang the whole thing, and it was it, it was, was amazing. It was actually it was like eight amazing. minutes long. It was, it was probably one of the best things I've ever seen. Honestly, Not I was. Off. Blown away. I, I, I was actually blown away by that whole thing. I was like, how did that just happen? Did you live stream that? No, because there was oh, no internet no. at the church. Oh, okay. There was no internet. That should have been <laughs> live stream, though. That should have been. Amazing. That was amazing. That, that was absolutely amazing. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM. But then another thing happened. James made a video in the morning. Right, mm-hmm. uh, uh, before the the day <laughs> well, of, <laughs> we filmed it, but we 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 only edited it the morning of. Right. Okay. So, yeah. So, and so here I am. Yeah. I'm like I'm like editing the video, and I had I had some great help thanks to uh, my friend Nathan. Um, I had some great help just like with this video, but like we go over to the bride and grooms because they got to film like the bride and groom getting ready, right? And um, 
my home at the groom's place and it's a surprise for the groom. And so he comes around to the computer and I just switch to like this blank screen and I'm looking at like nothing. nothing. <laughs> I'm just staring at the screen, just scrolling up and down on like, the, on like nothing basically. Like, oh, like your downloads page, just scrolling up and down. And um, he just goes, how you going, James? And I, I panicked and I hadn't even said hello to him the whole day. Um, and that was like the first time I saw him. And I'm just like, yeah, good. Um, <laughs> he walks away after a few seconds. And it just dawned in my head, wow, like, he must think I, I'm, like, so rude. <laughs> um, Nonchalance um, fail. Yeah, but little did he know that we were planning a surprise, and the surprise was this little video where the the speaker, the, the, best, the man, best man, he forgot his speech. And oh. so he runs out to go get his speech, and then on video it goes what looks like live, and then he runs. He runs out of gas or fuel uh, or petrol here in Australia uh, in his car. So then he starts running down the road. Then he runs to the shops and he's looking for uh, the lost speech. And then he remembers, oh, it's back in Mackay. Now we're in Tari, New South Wales, and it's back in Mackay, Queensland. So he goes to the airport, jumps on a plane, takes a plane back to Mackay. But oh, it was so good. There's like three different shots edits, of three different like planes. Jetstar taking off, uh, Virgin flying, and then uh, Qantas, Qantas landing. landing. Yes. <laughs> and, then, and then he finally gets the, the speech. He runs back. And then as the video ends, he runs back into the wedding. Oh, too funny. And, 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 he go, and he has his cowboy hat on and the Pip Viper glasses, and it was, it was incredible. It truly was incredible. That, so the, honestly, that wedding was one of the most fun weddings I have been to. And I, oh, so I always fun. have fun at a wedding, but this one was like, it was so well planned. There were so many like little tiny fun things at the reception. Little, and they played a, another a game, like a Kahoot game. Oh, yeah. Do you know Kahoot? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, a Kahoot at a wedding. It was amazing. Yeah, it was. And and during the wedding or during the Kahoot game, it was the trial version. And maybe, so maybe you should explain to the audience what Kahoot is. Yeah, I'm sure so, a lot of listeners don't know what Kahoot is. So okay, so Kahoot is like a Yeah, what how do you explain can you explain Kahoot? It's, it's, an, it's an online so Kahoot is an online quiz um quiz game that is primarily for teachers, um and I guess for classrooms where you can You've got a projector and you've got quizzes on the screen and people can just get on their phone and they can like type in the website. Um, they can just enter in the game pin. They can enter in their nickname and they can play on screen with everyone else. And there's a winner at the end. So everyone's um, coming in. Yeah. Right. So you yeah, see yeah, the yeah. answers so can answer. and there's multiple choice questions about their life. But this one was different because it literally told the story of the bride and groom. Oh, cute. And so for, like, where were, where was the, the groom born, where was the bride born? But then it was like, how do they meet? What was their first date? Like, what's their favorite food? Like, and so you're actually getting to know the couple and you're actually, but it's telling a story along the way. And I just thought it was so creative how it all happened. And then, uh, I believe young Daniel, Daniel won. Is that right? He's a, he was the winner and he won. Oh yeah. Yeah. We didn't know what he was going to win. Much like our price today. Yeah, but but he did win, and then it ended up being a box of Tim Tams. Oh, okay, which yeah. is still pretty good. But yeah. we we were like, it could be it could be keys to a house. Yeah, we don't could, know. You never know what it was. You never know when you go get a house. You never know. Yeah, you never know. You know, you never know. Just hang on there. You never know when you're going to get a house. We did. I did also talk with someone about wouldn't it be cool if we just gave away a Tesla someday on Faith FM. Can I be in the audience when that happens? <laughs> I, I just thought, what, what a, what a wild, what a wild day. Well, maybe let's talk to Elon and see if he would donate one for Faith of Him. Oh, I'm show. sure he would. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no problems whatsoever. Okay, if I get if I get a hold of Elon Musk, that'll be my first question. I'll be like, hey, when are you donating a Tesla to give away on Faith FM? Is he an atheist? Not after we talk, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. That's the spirit. <laughs> Welcome to Faith FM, where we try to tell Elon Musk that God is real and loves him as well, too. Amen. So, James, you are a video extraordinaire, uh, but you also spent some time setting up the video uh, 
streaming services at Raymond Terrace Mission Adventist Church uh, back in the day, our yeah. time church. That's how we know each other. You were a Bible worker there for yeah. a long time. And well, the first interview I actually had um, on Facebook, and the only interview uh, previous to this one, uh, was actually uh, Lyle asking, interviewing me before I started by working at RTM uh, the week before. Oh, really? Oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay, well, since we've had that one on archive, maybe we'll play it uh, later on. We'll bring that back up. <laughs> what was your experience like there? I mean, I know it's been a minute since you were there, uh, but... I mean, I think the guy I worked with was pretty crazy. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> yes. but crazy for Jesus. And, uh, and, and uh, no, I had a really good time at, um, at RTM, and it really, uh, really took me out of... Um, it was really a, a shift in my life where I, where I put God first. I, I remember when I went to ICM, I had no money. Um, I had bills to pay, um, and they told me, you were going to get paid 50 bucks a week. And I was like, um, <laughs> how is this going to work? But um, I, I chatted with some friends, and they were like, God's led you this far. And they said, he'll provide the rest of the way. And um, during that time, like, COVID happened, um, uh, just before that, COVID had started just before that. And, um, and through, um, like government services, I was able to get like grants of money, um, that were able to fund me through my entire, not just the six months at Raymond Terrace, but then the next year of Bible work I did after, which was at Armadale. Uh, we did some cool things up there. Um, and then I really was unsure about some things about where to go. Um, and so from there, I spent a year in Mwollombar and Kingscliff area uh, last year. And um, this year, I'm now starting a carpentry apprenticeship. I start, in, I start tomorrow. A um, carpentry so. apprenticeship following in the footsteps of the master. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, yeah, well, oh, you know what? I was just thinking, you know, it's really, it's really one of the best things Um we can do right, like for our for our mental health to be able to build, to be able to provide. I think it really p- provides a framework to help bring up healthy healthy young men. Amen. And um, a community, and and if you're a healthy young man yourself, you can help um, in your community to bring up healthy young men. And I think that's something that's really neglected in our community. And so I think in following um, in in the principles in the Bible, um, I just thought I was going to go and study IT because. Because I've done so much IT stuff um, at Raymond Terrace, I've helped out, and yeah, uh, in the past I've done a lot of IT stuff. And you are, you, know and you are good at that. You are good at IT, no, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's really alluring. But you know what? I decided. You know what? I also um, had some fun building some things at RTM. Yeah, um, <laughs> every week I was like, "Hey, I need you to build this for me." Uh, <laughs> that was awesome when you were there. Honestly, like you literally. You literally built so much stuff at RTM. It was awesome. I'm going to need you to come back, though, actually, because I, I recently purchased a bed. And, <laughs> no, I, I managed to... Do you know, this is an embarrassing story, but I, I purchased a secondhand IKEA bed and didn't come with instructions. And I managed to get it to... to so, well, while I was putting it together, I actually screwed myself into the bed. Um, I was, <laughs> I was sitting on the, I was like, I had the frame around me and I was like putting the slats into it and like scooting back, putting the slat down, scooting back, putting the slat down and then scooted all the way back, put the last slat in and realized I just trapped myself in the bed. But, <laughs> and then I managed to get out of that, but two, two uh, the first night was fine. The second night at about 2 a.m., the whole thing collapsed on me. So if you could come back to RTM and assemble my bed for me, please. Wow. <laughs> It's, uh, it's like that video of that guy that welds with his head through the weld so he can see um, <laughs> to do it better. <laughs> and, then he, and then he locks his head in so he's got to angle grind it off. And <laughs> oh. oh, man. Okay. Sorry. Well, James, yeah. hey, we're, hey, we're running out of time oh, here. Last words. This? Yeah, last words. Go okay, for it. Okay, last words. Um, you know what? Like, I really was unsure about where to go. And uh, I remember one night I was praying. I prayed. Um, Ten seconds. All I could think about. Oh, 10 seconds. Okay. And the next morning, um, God gave me a job. And so God, God will answer your prayers, um, and he'll lead you in the way that he wants you to go. Amen, James. I face Satan this morning, and I'll battle him all the day long. But in my weakness, God sends reinforcement, and at sundown, I'll sing thee.
country song And the sun's coming up in the morning Every tear will be gone from my eyes This old place is gonna give way to glory And like an eagle I'll take to in a world filled with doubt and confusion It's so hard when you don't understand But I'll stand on a solid foundation changing hand and the sun's coming up in the morning every tear will be gone from my eyes this old place it's gonna give way to glory and like an eagle I'll take to the sky the sun's coming up in the morning Lord, every tear will be gone from my eyes This old place, it's gonna give way to glory And like an eagle, I'll take to the sky Oh, like an eagle, I'll take to the sky